Hello and welcome to the AMSSM Sports MedCast. As we approach the 2023 AMSSM annual meeting in Phoenix, Arizona, we continue our mini journal club series highlighting each of the top articles in sports and exercise medicine from 2021 as selected from last spring's annual meeting. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy Schroeder, and I am joined today by Rebecca King, who is a sports medicine physician at the Dunfries Health Center in Dunfries, Virginia. She serves as a member of the top article subcommittee, part of the AMSSM Education Committee. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Rebecca, we have now reviewed 11 of the top articles selected at the 2022 annual meeting, and you and your subcommittee have been hard at work in selecting the next round of top articles in the field, which will be unveiled on the final day of our upcoming conference. Before we get started on the article of discussion today, can you briefly review for our listeners how this committee got started in the first place? Well, um, it was, uh, you know, of course, under the direction mostly of Dr. Mancini, for sure, Lee Mancini, who you've interviewed before asking for volunteers to come together and just look through the articles that were released that year to find which articles we thought would be the top 10. If you had to only read 10 articles published this year would be the best for you to focus your attention on. And so uh, we divided up based off of using keywords for our search or looking through specific art, uh, journals like the Journal of American Sports Medicine, um, Journal of Orthopedic Surgery, the big ones. We divided that up amongst ourselves and then we would get together, uh, we would review and then rank the articles using a prior agreed upon ranking system. Awesome. And for full information on the selection process, I invite the listener to go back to our podcast feed and find our primer episode, which is number 45, released November 21st, 2022. Now, today, we enter our top five. This article is from the April 22 issue of Trends in Cardiovascular Medicine by Drs. Patil and Thompson out of Hartford, Connecticut, entitled Diagnosing COVID-19 Myocarditis in Athletes Using CMRI. Now, Rebecca, early studies at the dawn of the COVID-19 pandemic back in 2020 were quite bleak regarding associated COVID myocarditis, indicating potential significant hospitalization rates and high mortality. This was naturally a very big concern for us in sports and exercise medicine for how it may affect the athletic population as myocarditis is a known cause of sudden cardiac arrest and death. So as we get into this top five article, trends in cardiovascular medicine isn't one of the key journals I seek out for sports and exercise medicine information. How is this selected as a top five article? Yeah, this one would have been found through the keywords search and is why we had both looking through major articles and looking at specific keywords. So in this one, it would have been in our keywords dealing with cardiac issues in the athlete. And that's how we discovered this article. Awesome. So it's uh, really good. So not only were you looking at the big journals, but also certain keywords that were hot topics in sports and exercise medicine. So looking at this, what was the clinical question that the paper set out to investigate? Yeah, so this was a, a very interesting and a very relevant question. They were looking at, based off the studies that have come out up to that date, in specifically diagnosing COVID-19 associated myocarditis in athletes, what is the actual prevalence of this in, in the athletic population? Based off, it's a systematic review of previously published studies. And what was the target population for this systematic review? 
they were specifically looking at high-level athletes, but they had a mix. They had college and professional athletes, and they also had uh, military as well. Oh, so college, professional, and military athletes were involved in this. And what was the total uh, number of subjects in this systematic review? In total, there was 2,253 athletes. Ah, that's a pretty good number. What were the key findings that came out in the systematic review? So overall, uh, they found that incidents of myocarditis in these athletes ranged from anywhere from zero to 15 or so percent. And that was based off of only the cardiac MRI um, that was performed. And it was performed in these studies, very variable, anywhere from 10 to 194 days after diagnosis. So we're talking anywhere from a few weeks to a little over a year after diagnosis of COVID-19. Okay, so that's a, I mean, that's a lot of great findings that, that we had. Were there any limitations that you saw in this review? There were a lot of very significant limitations, and it was a, a major point of the review. So there are designated criteria for diagnosing myocarditis in general, um, specifically using cardiac MRI called the Lake Louise criteria. But a, a huge limitation of that is that it's really only supposed to be used in individuals who are currently symptomatic. If they don't have symptoms, a whole other set of criteria are supposed to be used to diagnose myocarditis. And all of these studies very variably used the criteria, used them inappropriately, or didn't use them at all. Uh, so that was a huge limitation of these studies. Um, and a big point that the authors made was maybe we're over-diagnosing myocarditis because we know that the athletic heart remodels uh, and it will have echocardiograph abnormalities, EKG abnormalities, even CMRI abnormalities at baseline. Uh, so it's very possible, in fact, highly likely based off these studies that myocarditis was overdiagnosed in the athletic population. Awesome. I think that's a great take-home point to establish from this systematic review about that potential overdiagnosis. And with subsequent articles coming out with COVID-19 and myocarditis have been more reassuring, especially for the athletic population. That is a lot uh, less common than we initially feared. Uh, so what have we learned about COVID my myocarditis since this publication? Anything new that's come out? I, mean, I think that certainly with athletes, it's less than we thought it was going to be for sure. And I think we've also in the athletic population learned that there's great return to play, essentially, that there's very good guidelines on how to treat myocarditis and how to reintroduce exercise. Uh, but in athletes, especially asymptomatic athletes, their return to play is very quick and very successful. Awesome. I think that's a, a very good and reassuring thing. I'm happy to hear that. And overall, it's an excellent review, and I think very worthy of being a top five article. Thank you for this review, uh, Rebecca, and thanks for coming out today. Absolutely. I'd like to thank Dr. Rebecca King from the AMSSM Top Articles Committee. Links to this article can be found in our podcast show notes. I'd also like to thank you, the listener. I hope you have found this time valuable. And if so, please share this podcast with your colleagues and help promote the visibility of the podcast by liking, subscribing, and leaving a quality five-star review on your preferred listening platform. 
We hope you'll join us for the 2023 AMSSM annual meeting in Phoenix, Arizona, April 28th through May 3rd, held in person, but also a virtual attendance option. And join us again soon for the next edition of the AMSSM Sports Medcast. The views expressed are theirs alone and do not represent the official policy or position of the AMSSM, the U.S. Army, Department of Defense, or U.S. government.